One Page Marketing Plan by Alan Deb. You see, every important endeavor requires a plan in life. When the stakes are high, all professionals have a plan. Whether it's a doctor in surgery, a soldier in combat, or airline pilots, they all have a specific plan procedure that they follow. And the question is, does your high-stakes business have a marketing plan? Because if you do not have a marketing plan and you're just operating by the seat of your pants, you're doing random acts of marketing, that will not work. It will ultimately sink your business. So this book, it gives you a simple one-page marketing plan you can operate your business with, a strategic understanding of marketing systems and process, and also nuts and bolts understanding of how to deploy these systems and processes. The author, Alan Dibb, is a serial entrepreneur from Australia and a marketing legend. You can find out more about him at successwise.com. I interviewed Alan on the 2000 Books podcast, so definitely make sure to check out my interview with Alan on the 2000 Books Podcast. Highly recommend this book, one of my top 10 marketing books of all time, just because it's so comprehensive in its approach and how much ground it covers in such a short uh, span of writing in some ways. Highly recommend this book. With that said, let's jump into the book. What is the one-page marketing plan? Well, there are three phases of this one-page marketing plan. There's phase one, which is before, phase two, during, and phase three after. And each of these phases has three components, and we're going to start jumping into them. So let's first dive into phase one, which is before. Before is the time when a person is a prospect, as in at the end of the before phase, the prospect knows about you or your business and has indicated interest. That is the before phase. Now, there are three components of the before phase. The first component is the market, the target market. You see, a lot of early stage, a lot of beginner entrepreneurs make the mistake of trying to go after everyone. But that is a very dangerous mistake that can sink your business. Your job is to laser focus on a target market. Uh, think of it like this. A 100 watt energy can either light up your room or cut through steel. Because if you have a 100 watt light bulb, all it will be able to ever do is light up your room. But if you focus that 100 watt energy as a laser beam on a very small, very tiny little area, it can cut through 10 inches of steel. So that is the power of laser sharp focus. We need to harness the power of focus because we have very limited time and money and resources in order to be able to do marketing well for every possible target market. You have to be very specific as to who you are going after, the niche, the person, the audience, the demographics, whatever it is. Your product, your service cannot be for everyone, especially when you're starting out. So you should not be trying to go for all the niches at the same time. Even if you feel like your product is for everyone, go for a very specific niche early on, dominate that niche, and then go for the next niche and the next niche and the next niche. So how do you evaluate? How do you figure out who is your tar target market? Well, figure out what are the most common fears and frustrations? What do they like to read? What are their demographics? What's their day like? What's, what are their dreams, their aspirations? All of these things combined will give you a pretty good idea of your target market that you should focus your marketing efforts on. The second component of uh, this marketing campaign or this marketing plan is message. Message 
is so crucial because if you do not have a clear message, if you confuse your audience, you will lose them. And you cannot be general. Just like in uh, selecting your target market, you cannot be general. You cannot be general with your messaging. You cannot have a broad appeal. You have to solve a very specific problem for a very specific audience. So the question is, what is your unique selling proposition? What is it that makes you stand out? What is uh, what is your positioning? How do how are you going to position your product in the customer's mind? That is really crucial to understand because your messaging will define that. Take the example of a watch. If you're selling a $50 watch, you're essentially selling a watch, maybe a fashion statement. But if you're selling a $50,000 watch, well, you're selling status, you're selling status symbol, you're selling luxury. And those are completely different positionings. Those are completely different messaging that you will need to do in order to get to the right market, in order to get the right person to buy your product or service. A great book on this topic, highly recommend is Positioning by Al Rice. We summarized in, summarized it in our marketing book summary pack. So make sure to check it out. Okay, the third component of phase one, the before phase, is the medium. The medium is where you are going to exist in this marketplace in terms of your marketing message. Where is your audience? Where are they paying attention? And where will you reach them? The question you might ask, a question a lot of people ask, should I do YouTube or podcasts or social media, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, all of these different things? Where, where should I focus my energy? Well, there's quite a few different things to think about. First of all, if you are starting out, you want to focus on one medium and get really good at it. Focus on one medium that you really enjoy, that you feel the most comfortable with, you feel the most passionately about. For example, if you enjoy doing videos, maybe YouTube is your thing. If you enjoy talking, maybe podcasting is your thing. If you enjoy writing, maybe blogging is your thing. All of these are possible. All of these are available in terms of getting your message out. But you have to pick the right medium and go after it. You don't want to spread your effort all over the place. You don't want to be an early stage entrepreneur who is trying to do all the different content platforms and social media platforms and trying to get the word out. No, your job is to focus in on a very specific medium that you will dominate. So you see, there's a common theme here a very specific target market, a very specific message, and a very specific medium. This is one thing, uh, especially in early stages of entrepreneurship, you really, really, really have to like get it right. You have to be very specific, very clear on each of these. You cannot go broad. You cannot pick four different mediums or four different media channels to go and figure out and also try to send, have four different messages four different target markets, it will not be possible for your early stage business. So market message medium, be very specific. This is the before phase. This is where the prospect is getting to know you. And at the end of this before phase, the prospect is interested in you. Okay. With that said, let's now move into phase two. This is the during phase. What is the during phase? Well, in the during phase, the prospect becomes a lead. During phase, will convert that lead into a customer. 
During phase is where you nurture that lead, you convert that uh, lead to trust you, to like you, to buy from you ultimately. And a great book on this topic is Permission Marketing by Seth Godin. Highly recommend that book. Now, let's talk about the three components of the during phase. The first of which is to capture leads. You see, until someone has given you their contact information, you have no way of contacting them ever again. So your job in this phase is to first capture their contact information to capture the lead, and then you nurture the lead. That's the second component of the during phase or the fifth overall component of the one-page marketing plan. And the next component of the during phase is to convert those leads into sales. With that said, let's jump into component number four, which is capturing leads. You see, at any given time in your marketing, it is more important to, uh, it's extremely important to be able to capture leads. People are not always ready to make a purchase decision right away, even if they're extremely interested in what you do. So you need to have an ability to be able to communicate with them over a long period of time so that they will buy when they're ready to. At any given time, 3% of people might be ready to buy right now. 7% of them are open to buying, 30% interested, but not right now, 30% not interested, and 30% won't even take your product even if it was offered for free. So as you can see, at any given time, only 3% might be ready to buy right now. So your job in many ways is to make sure the remaining 97% you have their contact information so you can reach out to them at a future time when they are actually ready to buy. Your job is to find and capture leads and once they show interest, put them in an automated sequence, a nurture sequence, build relationship with them, build trust with them and over, over time you will be able to sell to them. So the way to do that is to offer something of value, deliver value using lead magnets and then get them to sign up for your uh, for your value emails. Um, this is really crucial to understand. For example, for 2000 books, uh, we have a lot of different lead magnets on our website. You can get some of the summary book summary PDFs. You can also get my list of the top 10 best books. You can also get a mini uh, course on how to remember uh, how to how to remember what you read. Uh, you can also get another course on how to focus. All of these are available for free. These are our lead magnets that people uh, enroll into. And as a result, we're able to then nurture them and sell to them, right? We nurture them. And that's the fifth component of the marketing plan, the one-page marketing plan, which is nurturing leads. Now, think of it like this. Think of the difference between hunting and farming. Hunting is like going for the sale right now, while farming is nurturing the audience to be able to sell to them at a later time when they are ready. Nurturing is all about providing free and relevant educational content on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, taking the customer from being vaguely interested in your offer to really wanting it, to really wanting to buy from you. And one of the most powerful media channels today for nurturing leads is email marketing, one of the best media channels to nurture, to build relationships, to educate, to get people to buy. And the key to email marketing is to give value first, to educate them first, to communicate regularly, to build trust, to create systems and processes, to create automation so that it becomes automatic for your business. In some ways, um, all of this 
um, boils down to a very simple philosophy of marketing, the 80-20 of marketing, which is that the more you can spend on marketing to your high probability customers, customers who are prospects who are showing interest, leads who are showing interest in a specific uh, product or service, the more you can spend on marketing to those people, the more you will convert them, higher your revenue will be. As Alan says, you're much better off spending $1,000 on your prospects in the top 3% rather than spraying it on the top 30%. The money is in the follow-up and um, constantly um, constantly being able to market to those high probability leads in your business. So that's the fifth component of the one-page marketing plan. Now, let's take a quick look at the one-page marketing plan. We looked at phase one, the target market, the message, the media. Now, I want to show you a little bit about how it happens at 2,000 books. For 2,000 books, the target market is um, a very specific group of people, very ambitious, who are trying to improve their lives. And mostly, these are entrepreneurial people. The message For 2,000 books, the message is really simple, actionable insights from the world's greatest business and self-help books, just like what you're watching right now. And the media channels. Initially, it was all about YouTube. Once I had figured out YouTube, that's when I started putting the content on podcast. And over time, it became the blog and SEO and over time ads. So these were all added over time. The businesses, as of right now, five years old. And uh, one after the other, we went after the marketing channels. And that is the way to build your marketing. Phase two, the during phase, is when you capture leads. So we just talked about using lead magnets on your website to capture leads. And um, the fifth component of your marketing plan, which is part of phase two, is nurturing leads. And automated email marketing systems, email courses, all of these are a big part of nurturing your leads. Now we're getting into the last component of the during phase, which is the sixth component overall in the one-page marketing plan, and that is converting leads. So let's talk about how to convert leads. Well, when it comes to lead conversion, which is converting a lead into a sale, the, a really important thing to understand is that we have to stop selling and start educating. Educate to build relationships, build trust, to position yourself, um, to demonstrate value, and ultimately to sell. And you can can use different mechanisms to educate your potential uh, customers. You can use webinars, you can do phone, you can do email, you can do video sales letters, sales pages, in-person seminars, all sorts of things are possible if you decide to do it the right way, which is by educating rather than just selling. And the key here in converting leads to sales is to make an irresistible offer to your leads so that they will want to buy. Make it a very clear value proposition. Tell them exactly why they why you're making such an insane offer. Otherwise, they'll be wondering why you would offer such a great product at such great discount. And Then stack value, add bonuses such that the offer seems like a no-brainer. Make it such that the bonuses are worth more than the product or the bonuses are what people buy the whole product for. So your job in convert phase is to convert those leads that you've acquired into sales, to convert those leads into customers. So at the end of the during phase, a lead has now become a customer. A lead has now become a customer. And now let's enter Phase three, which is after. This is when someone is now a customer. And what do we do now? Well, now we get the customers to trust us more and buy more from us. We deepen our relationships with our customer 
And when this is done correctly, the after phase never ends. In fact, this is the most profitable phase of a business if it's done the right way. Most early entrepreneurs, most um, new entrepreneurs or most inexperienced entrepreneurs will focus a lot of their energy in phase one and phase two and let this phase be an afterthought. But the truth is, this is one of the most profitable uh, phases of your marketing. And there are three components of the after phase, components seven, eight, and nine. Seventh is a world-class experience. Deliver extraordinary results for your customers. Build a tribe of raving fans. Tell them all about the trouble you go to produce this work for you. And just make them understand how amazing this product or service is and deliver that amazing experience for them. A great book to convert people into a tribe of raving fans is Superfans by Pat Flynn. Highly recommend that book. The eighth component of the one-page marketing plan uh, is increasing your customer lifetime value. This is where a huge chunk of your money is right now. You see, a customer or a person is 21 times more likely to buy from a business they have already bought from compared to one they have never purchased from. And that is really, really, really important to understand because you're much more, much, much, much more likely to sell to a business sell to a customer who has already bought from you, then trying to go after new leads, new prospects, and new customers. They're 21 times more likely to buy from you compared compared to trying to buy from another business. So, or compared to someone else, some new lead coming into your business. So really, really important to focus on increasing your customer lifetime value. And now there are a lot of different ways you can do that. One is to uh, introduce different tiers of pricing in order to uh, increase the lifetime value of your customer. Another is upsells and cross-sells, upselling different kinds of products after someone has just purchased a specific product or cross-selling different kinds of products after someone has just purchased a product. If If someone just bought a productivity book summary package, we would probably upsell them on our different programs, which is Never Procrastinate Again program, Double Your Productivity by 5 p.m. tomorrow program, and we would cross-sell them on some of our other book summary packages. So really simple way to understand how upsells and cross-sells works. Another is Ascension, moving existing customers to higher-priced products, higher-priced premium products and services. Another key is to increase your buying frequency. Give them a reason to come back and buy from you again and again. Give them a discount coupon for a future purchase after they've made the current purchase. Send them reminders. Um, you see, your cust- uh, even enroll them into a subscription, whatever it takes to increase your buying frequency. And also another key is to reactivate all customers. A great book on this topic is Dotcom Secrets. Again, I've summarized that in our entrepreneurship book summary pack. Definitely check it out. And the last component of the one-page marketing plan is referrals. A lot of businesses will not work on this, but this is another really important component, really profitable component of your marketing. You need to create systems to get referrals, to ask for reviews and feedbacks after your customers have used your products and services. A great book on this topic, Referral Engine by John Jench, highly recommended. So there you have it, the nine components of the one-page marketing plan. 
once now that we've talked about these nine components, we're going to talk about some of the some really outstanding ideas from this book on overall marketing concepts. So I'll jump into those in just a minute. But before that, let me just show you how one page marketing plan works for 2000 books. We talked about the target market, the message, the media, uh, capturing leads, nurture leads. Now, let me explain how we convert leads. Well, this is phase two, the during phase when we are going from a lead to a customer. The convert leads phase is where we use a lot of email marketing to a sale, email marketing which uh, asks people to go to a specific sales page in order to buy a product or service. A specific book summary pack mostly is what we will be sending uh, the traffic to, sending uh, sending emails about educating. Let's say you are interested in productivity. You maybe uh, decide to grab one of our productivity book summary PDFs. Once you do that, I will, we will nurture you in the sense we will send you, we will send you through an automation campaign that will teach you more about productivity. They'll teach you how to become much more focused in life. And as a result of that, we will also, as you go through that nurture sequence, you will also actually um, be able to, we'll make the offers to you to buy our complete productivity book summary pack. And there'll be limited time promotions for you to be able to grab those productivity book summary packs or whatever it is that you showed interest in. Once that has happened, the phase three, the after phase is world, the, the component, the seventh component overall in the one page marketing plan is a world class experience. By the way, if you're listening to this, I highly recommend you watch the video because there's, you know, this is a very visual thing, the three phases and the nine components. So it, it's easy for you to get lost. Make sure to check out the YouTube video in order to watch this. Let's now talk about phase three. When someone's already become a customer, what do we do? The seventh component is the world-class experience. We want to provide them. We always provide them with great book summaries, videos, mind map summaries, all those things that make the customer experience a wow experience. We deliver more than they, uh, more than they paid for. That's something I always stand for. Eighth component is to increase your customer lifetime value. Offer other book summary packs, uh, cross-sells, upsells. We offer premium coaching packages, group coaching packages, high-performance courses. All of those, after someone's become a customer, we increase the customer lifetime value. And the ninth component of the one-page marketing plan is referrals, asking for feedback from our customers, letting our customers become affiliates for our products. All of those things happen in the background once someone has become a customer. So as you can see, this is a very comprehensive marketing plan. With that, now let's talk about some of my favorite marketing ideas from this book. Uh, Alan Dibb, as I said, is a really smart marketer, and he talks about one thing that will really kill your business. Now, this is a fill-in-the-blank, L of A, F, M, I will kill your business. What is it? Well, here is what it is. The lack of a functional running marketing infrastructure will kill your business. Or we can just call it the lack of a functional marketing infrastructure will kill your business. A lot of businesses um, are just flying by the seat of their pants. Their marketing is haphazard. Their marketing is random. But you need a functional marketing infrastructure in order to have a great business. And there are two keys to creating a functional marketing infrastructure. First of all, you need a role. You need a marketing manager to make your marketing work. And the fundamental skill this person needs is copywriting. 
Everything else can be taught, managing the overall promotions, managing different channels, media outlets, all of those things can be taught. But copywriting is one skill they need to know in order to make this all work. So you need a marketing manager to make your marketing work. If you're starting out, maybe you are the person, maybe you are that appointed marketing manager, but you do need that role in your business, the chief marketing officer or marketing director or whatever it is, to make your marketing work work like clockwork. And the second component of creating or the second key to creating a functioning marketing infrastructure is you need a marketing plan and a calendar. Random acts of marketing just don't work. You have to think and plan ahead of time in order to be able to market to your audience. You need a marketing plan in order to make your business work. You need a calendar. You need a specific date and time by which you will post specific things in order to make this all work. You know, how will your automation systems work? How will your social media work? How will your different um, content channels work? When will when will you post? What will you post? All of these things need to be in your calendar. If you don't have a calendar and if you don't have a marketing manager or a role of a marketing manager, you will find that your business does not have a good marketing system in place and that lack of a functional marketing infrastructure will kill your business. Another really, really important idea that talk that Alan talks about in the book is that products make you money, but there is something else that makes you a fortune. What is that something? Well, you see, when you're selling products, you're a hustler. You're just selling products. But when you build systems, when you own systems, that's when you build real wealth. So the truth is that products make you money, but systems make you a fortune. Systems make you a fortune because that's when scaling becomes easy. All you need to do is add people to your systems. So your job as an entrepreneur in some ways becomes that you have to build systems, identify every role, not just person, but role in your business, identify every task that needs to be done, document them, build checklists. Your job is to build systems or hire people to help you build those systems for you. Now, why must you create systems? Because systems create leverage. Systems give you scale. Uh, And once you have systems, you have an asset. You have a very valuable asset. Your business becomes much more consistent once you have a system working and running in place. And it improves your efficiency. Now, a lot of business owners and early stage entrepreneurs will neglect systems because of a lack of perceived urgency. In fact, business owners of different sizes they will neglect systems and those that neg- because they neglect systems they cannot get to the next level there's a lack of urgency because you don't need a system today in order to make this business survive today all you need to do is sell so you're stuck in that mode and you never get out of that mode you never really urgently go after building systems now there are four main types of business systems you need in order to make your business work consistently First is a marketing system, getting consistent leads into your system. Then is a sales system, nurturing them, selling them. Then is a fulfillment system. What do you deliver to people when someone buys? What are your products and services on the back end? And then there's an administration system, HR and all those other things. You see, the most valuable system you can build is one that can be replicated by anyone. You start your systems with documented procedures and processes and you make a fortune as a result of building those systems. So remember, 
Products make you money, but systems make you a fortune. Anytime you're thinking about your business, think systems rather than specific products. Products make you money, systems make you a fortune. This is such an important understanding every entrepreneur needs to have. Products make you money, systems will make you a fortune. All right, the next thing, next big idea that I really love is that there are only three marketing levers. The first of which is leads. You see, when it comes to any business, what you really need to understand is how many leads are you getting per week, per month, per day, per year? Because if you can change the number of leads coming into your business, you can dramatically grow your business. If you double the number of leads coming into your business, more than likely you will double your business. And your job at in this phase is to improve your lead conversion, as in improve your prospect conversion, how many people, how many prospects convert to leads. If you have better lead capture pages, better lead magnets, suddenly you have more leads. Or you also need to be understanding of what is your cost per lead? What are your different lead sources? For example, in the case of 2000 books, we have a lot of different lead sources today, YouTube, podcast, SEO, blog, ads, affiliates, and we use a lot of different lead magnets, bonus mind maps, PDF summaries of some popular books, challenges, 10 best books. And our job in many ways is to be very understanding of all the different metrics that define these leads. And ultimately, everything boils down to how can we increase the number of leads coming into the business? How can we improve the lead flow, modify the lead sources, calls to action, increase traffic, maybe modify the lead magnets, maybe improve better quality, get better quality leads in order to grow the business. So one of the most powerful levers, marketing levers in your business is leads. If you can increase the number of leads, if you can improve the quality of your leads, your business will grow dramatically. The second component, the second lever, marketing lever, is conversion. <clears throat> this is huge. Um, different levels of conversion. There are so many different conversion points throughout your business. But what you really need to understand is what percent of your leads are buying within the first day, first week, first month. Not only that, you need to understand which conversion mechanism has the best conversion. Conversion, you need to understand what are the conversions as a function of your lead sources. You could be using different conversion mechanisms, webinar, email marketing, phone sales, all of those things, in events, live events, uh, or even, um, you know, promotions and coupons and sales and all of those things. You need to understand what works best for your business. For example, in case of 2000 books, we are constantly evaluating what are the conversions of each of our different email sequences and courses and challenges and automated campaigns, and what are the conversion rates of our sales pages for different book summary packs, how many people land on sales page, how many people bought, what are the conversion rates of our promotional campaigns, what are the conversions of our upsells, bumps, conversion rates of as a function of our lead sources from YouTube and podcasts and affiliates and SEO. A lot of different conversions that we are constantly looking at to figure out how can we convert our prospects into customers much more consistently and at a higher rate. And the third marketing lever that you can really work on is your average transaction value. You can change up your offers, you can offer bundles, you can design your offers in a way that increases your transaction value. You can offer bumps and upsells, you can offer different pricing tiers, higher priced offerings. For example, at 2000 Books, we have different kinds of offers, different bundles of summaries, and we also have for offer different upsells, cross-sells with each sale. 
as I told you earlier, if you buy the productivity pack, you will we will probably upsell you with a goal achievement pack and the double your productivity by 5 p.m. tomorrow program, the never procrastinate again program, the control your mind meditation program. All of these are upsells and cross-sells with each sale that we offer. Uh, Another thing we do is higher price offerings, the one-to-one business coaching that I offer. So a lot of different pieces to the puzzle of making sure that your average transaction value is really high. So if you, if any time you are in a funk in your marketing and you're trying to figure out what's wrong, well, it's probably one of these three. Either you don't have enough leads coming into your business or you have really poor conversions or your average transaction value is really low. That's all. So if you improve any of these, if you literally double any of these things, your business will double. That's just a guaranteed way to think about marketing. That's a really simple way to think about marketing. There are three marketing levers you have access to. You can improve any of these by 50% and your business will grow by 50% because these are multiplicative. If your leads, the number of leads stay the same, the conversions stay the same, but your average transaction value goes up by 50%, guess what? You've literally increased your revenue by 50%. If your conversions stay the same, your average transaction value stays the same, but the number of leads increases by 50%. Well, guess what? Your average, your overall revenue went up by 50%. Same with conversions. If your number of leads and the average transaction value stayed the same, but if you improved your conversions by 50%, guess what? You now increased your revenue by 50%. And in all of these three things, the easiest thing to improve most of the times is your conversion. That's where you, if you focus your energy as a marketer, you can dramatically double, triple, quadruple your business with conversions, with improving your conversions, and also with improving your average transaction value. Unfortunately, a lot of entrepreneurs just focus on getting more leads and they, and they don't focus on conversions and average transaction value. But this is where the easier work is in some ways. Okay, another big idea, one of my all-time favorite ideas from this book is high growth is as simple as, high growth is as simple as making more compelling offers, making more frequent offers. Basically, high growth is as simple as making more offers. If you want to become a high growth business, you need to become a prolific marketer. You need to focus heavily on marketing and make a lot of offers. You don't need a lot of hits to offset the misses, the wrong offers that you will be sending. Because when you do send more offers, you will end up with a lot of misses as much as you will have a lot of hits. So if you want to have dramatic growth in a short time, make this a regular system crafting and sending more offers. The simplest marketing math you can ever do is more offers equals more money in your business. For example, at 2000 books, the initial funnel that we had was just offering the productivity book summaries, book summary pack in our automated funnel. Now, as we've improved the funnel over the years, uh, we've got, we've included so many different automated offers into our system, the productivity pack, the mental toughness pack, the social skills pack, the meditation course, the double your productivity by 5 p.m. tomorrow. All of these are offered on autopilot in our business. So all of these offers are being made on autopilot. These more frequent, more compelling offers are being made on autopilot in our business. And not only that, we make more offers on our YouTube, on our podcast, and um, we seek out more affiliates to be able to make more offers to. And that is really crucial to understand. If you want to become a high growth business, you need to become a prolific marketer. You need to make more offers. High growth is as simple 
as making more offers. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this summary. And if you want this mind map for free, just go to 2000books.com slash bonus. And you will also be able to grab the a quick look at the one page marketing plan there. All right, guys, talk to you later. Bye bye.